connected to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Wow! I feel good! I knew that I wouldn't I feel good Ooh. I knew that I wouldn't <laughs> Yes, sir. How can you not feel good? So good. So good. Yeah. It's good. That's good. It's good. The Godfather of Soul bringing us into another edition of Patriots Rap 360. Alongside Cape Cod's own Jason Chereller. I am Mike Conley. Welcome, Pats Nation. Here we are. Week 11 coming up? Yes, week 11. Week 11. 9-0. Gostowski hasn't missed a field goal. Secure a winning record for the uh, 15th straight season. The Pats with their ninth win. Okay. It's very nice. Very nice. Down to two teams, I guess, right? Down to two undefeated. Us and the Panthers. Yes. Go figure. After the 27-26 Pats victory over the Giants, the hated Giants, past Sunday in New Jersey. Feels good, doesn't it? Unbelievable. It feels good. What a game. I mean, it really felt like a playoff game. It just... Sure did. I I mean, uh, it got huge ratings uh, in in, in Boston. And, I mean, everybody wanted that game. It was was like the monkey off your back. It was the one team that had their number a little bit. I mean, Patriots wrapped 360 ratings or like... (laughs) (laughs) Not quite there. Not quite there yet, but hey. Don't get there someday. Game effort, you know? Game effort. Um, I mean, there... It was just with all the laughers we have this year. It's like it was good to get prepared with one of those heart attacks. Yes, you know, it, it definitely was. It was. It I mean, was you got to prep us fans, you know, for, for the playoff push. They're not all going to be, you know, two touchdown spreads. Right, right, and know? like hanging on at the end, like just you know, usually it's like they score a couple touchdowns, no big deal. This one was woo. Yeah. It was a nail biter. Yeah. It was good. It was fun. I enjoyed it. And a couple it. things happened that maybe think that maybe there's a shift happening in this series matchup where it seems like the Giants had a number and had some cosmic things happening with you know catching yeah. balls on helmets and such as and such as that interception that was not he did not catch huge 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 yeah I'll take that and what, what we deserve that we deserve that did we yeah we absolutely did if you say so if okay. you say so. Um, so we still didn't get that loss that I'm looking for, really. But I think the scaring, you know, just gave us enough coaching points to have Bill Belichick kind of right the ship again. You know, get the boys working good. Yeah. Uh, but they're going to have their work cut out for for them moving forward. Obviously, with the injuries. No question. No question. And uh, it, it was, the biggest uh, story coming out of that, other than the win, obviously, was uh, losing Julian Edelman. But it's a, a broken foot. Same thing that uh, Bryant had, Des Bryant. He came back after six weeks, so that'll put him on target to come back for the playoffs. So 
Yeah. We'll just, you know, handle your business, Pats. Get a buy. Get him an extra week of rest. And, uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where we're going to really get to see. Uh, it's going to be interesting to watch Tom Brady and uh, what he's going to be able to orchestrate, you know, with Dion now and Edelman now, which is that's their bread and butter, you know, underneath, you know, in, in 10 yards, 15 yards. That, that's yeah. That's been stripped away. And it's true. It's true. Well, let's put shelve that for a second and talk a little bit about the Giants game and how unbelievable it was. I mean, from the opening drive, I was like, unbelievable. I mean, when when, uh, Brady on that like third and six scrambles, and he's getting his fight up early, he gets up and he's like, boom, right to the fence. I love, I mean, I'm I'm off my my couch, yeah, and I'm I'm going to it because I see he's like, oh, he's gonna go far, yeah, and I'm like. Boom. He loves it. He, he loves it. He, 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 he was so pumped. He gets excited about his little run, doesn't he? <sighs> he, does. he gets a first down on his feet. Boy, he, he, he lets you know. Well, it's like Giants in Jersey, yeah. you know, and he's just like, I'm going to show these fans that uh, it's going to be a long day for you. And I'm still here. Yeah. And I'm still the greatest of all time. <laughs> uh, but so that that was incredible I, I was so pumped out that and just just the 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 drive itself you know like 14 plays uh just marched down the field took up more than half the quarter i was like this could be a long night for the giants yeah you know you i know? feel like their their first drives this year have been just whew. you're right i mean they've just marched down the field and you just you know like every time and so you know i wonder if they script their plays and if they do how they if they vary from that you know the old like west coast offense thing of scripting your first 20 yeah. plays and whatnot and i think mcdaniel's used to do that i don't know if he does it now but i'm sure if it's not scripted you know they have something in mind anyways of how they want to attack him anyway see, see how they go but uh that was incredible and then uh capped off that drive obviously with the Chandler one yard touchdown pass uh you know just pays to have a wealth of gigantic tight ends you know yeah. because they covered the one in the shallow part of the end zone, you know, mm-hmm. Gronk. Yeah, just left our other guy against one tight end yeah. again. I'd like to see him, you know, have a, have a day against Buffalo. You know, come back, return of his old team. Ooh, he, yeah. He did drop. A, he dropped an easy pass though in that game against the Giants. Chandler did. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, he, he's he's playing well. He's got a he's got a couple touchdowns this year. Yep. Um, but yeah, no. that's his first since week one, I believe. Right. He had one week one, and then. Uh, been quite kind of quiet since but uh it was good to get it back in the scoring i mean the guy's been blocking and doing all the little things you know so to reward him with the td now and again yes you know that was good and conversely then after ah like uh, the pats you know chalk chewing drive <laughs> clock chewing drive hello yep hello yeah, first day it. with the new tongue yeah and uh you know they giants go ahead go ahead and do it a different way two plays under a minute touchdown two plays know? But Odell Beckham, he's sick. He's great. I mean, look, I mean that was that was uh, you know McCordy. McCordy was out of sorts on that play. He yeah. took a terrible angle yeah. and knocked Malcolm out of the play essentially because I yes. think that's a completion and Malcolm tackles him. That's right. If McCordy doesn't take an awful route, that's you right. Know? That's right. So I think you know that happens, and it was kind of like okay, let's just keep playing. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. After that play, tell me. Butler did a fantastic job on Odell. You're absolutely. 
Absolutely and like, right. I think I was looking at it. Uh, he uh, Odell Beckham had four receptions for 104 yards. Let's take away the 87-yard reception. He went three receptions, 17 yards. Yeah, that's huge. Huge. And, I mean, should we go chronologically or you just want to jump to the that play of the game of Malcolm versus Beckham? Well, I mean. I mean, we might as well get to it. I mean, it's a rudderless discussion, right? Right. Anyways. Uh, so that was incredible. Yeah. Like on, th- on f- first down, you know, what, what do you think about the, there's been a lot of talk this week in NFL pundits and what have you about like, what's a catch and what's not nowadays, you know? Oh. Cause it seems like he's got two feet down in the end zone, you know, and then he gets stripped, but it's, is a continuation of the play. He has to hold, you know, control it throughout and all this stuff and, and make a football know. move. They got to kind of nail that down. Yeah. You know, for next season, you know, because there's too many ambiguities that go 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 with that. Or it's not even in the rule book. It's like a a move common to football, <laughs> a football, or something like oddly yeah. worded, you know. And it's like, meh. I I mean, we definitely have seen some incredible catches in the NFL that were ruled no catches. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I mean, it does Brian last year. Yeah, exactly. Does. That's the first <laughs> one that comes to mind. Obviously, yeah. and then new Calvin Johnson. Oh yeah, he was, yeah. Right. But um. Yeah, I mean, look, we talk, you know, we want to get to the end there. Let's talk about the clock management of the Giants. If you want to go, I mean, go ahead, go ahead, let them have it. Let let Tom Coughlin have it. I'd I mean, like to hear what you what you think. Well, I think that two like, two oh six on the clock. I believe the Pats have one timeout. I mean, they, at that point, they moved into field goal range. Okay, so but it, to me, you're like, okay, let's. They're in field goal range. Run the ball. Get yourself in position, run this clock out, get yourself in a position to kick that field goal, take the lead with minimal time on the clock. Yeah. But instead they started they they went for they they had a they had a nice deep pass, uh maybe to Harris, I'm, I'm not sure who it was exactly, but out of bounds. Yeah. Okay, so it's like, okay, I get it. You know, it, it was a nice play. He he went out of bounds, stopped the clock, and now you Instead of that, I mean, to me, it's just like move, just move up. You know, manage the clock, run it out. All you need to do is kick a field goal and run this clock out. You're already in field goal range, yeah. and then they just choose to throw the ball. And to me, this is not the first time that Coughlin and Eli have messed up this clock management situation. I feel like this they haven't really figured that out yet. I hope they never do. Yeah. I love it. Um, I would have because the thing is what you're leaving out yeah. is if they score a touchdown then you're forcing the Pats to score a touchdown yeah as opposed to a field goal so you're essentially adding 35 yards onto their drive where they have to go so that's a big thing right and I think with like 206 left I agreed with passing it on that first down okay the thing is is like you have because the clock's going to stop regardless because you got the two minute warning you know, yeah. So you're gonna run a play and then just have it stop, and you you ate up six seconds. So I agree with throwing in a first sure, down. Sure. You just have to make sure you come up on the other side of the two minute warning when you do that. Right. They threw that. That pass was incomplete, and there was two oh one left. So the pass got another. You know. You know. So uh, another stoppage. So you have to 
take a five step drop, whatever. I mean, the Pats think you're going to run it. They had a goal line defense in there. You know, you take a enough of a drop where you eat up some time, and then you throw like a high ball to like a tall guy, like Ruben Randall or somebody like that. Give him an opportunity, and then you run it on second down. Then you're on the the other side of the clock, right. you know, right. and one fifty eight or whatever. Then you run it, boom. Pats have to burn their timeout. We're around one fifty ish. You know, and then you run it again, boom, take it all down. So the Pats get it back with, you know, a little over a minute left as opposed to the 150 or so they had. I mean, I I do get the idea of being aggressive, trying to get that touchdown, like you said. Mm -hmm. And uh, there came a point where it was like, you know, they were trying, and then all of a sudden in the last play, you know, he slid as he ran uh, out right and he slid to, you know, run the clock there. But I felt like that. Huge play by Malcolm Brown on that one. Uh, f- forcing him out there, you know, like really good hustle and keeping the pressure on him. I cut you off. Sorry, buddy. Also, good uh, defensive back play on that one. They tried to run a pick play on the right-hand uh, yeah, side. They switched. They switched. Yes. You know, so that's yeah. it's good to see. I mean, look, the, I, I, the quarterbacks, the secondary, I, to me, looked great. Obviously, there's one little little, little sore spot. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Coleman. He's hurt, but M- yeah. Melvin is in there. That's- Melvin... I- I could still smell him being burnt, yeah. you know, over four days later. You yeah. know, it's just getting over here. So, I, that's I, something to watch out for, I guess, eh? Yeah. So, it's the, the depth there is it's kind of questionable, you know, because, you know, I didn't think, as impressed as I've been with Logan Ryan, I didn't think Sunday was his best game. You know, so you get past Malcolm, you got Ryan, who's suitable, but then there's a there's a drop off, you know. If you know, with all the rash of injuries we've had, we're lucky that none of them has been at the cornerback position because if Coleman or what's his name? Fletcher? No, Melvin yeah. have to play any considerable time, that's that's a problem. Well, you know what? That's uh, a problem. Uh, you know, believe. Believe. You know, this is a team they get defense at all it's next man up and they get better as it, as the weeks go on. So, you know, look, look, Melvin in there, like let's just let's just see how it goes. Like um, I think we'll be all right. Defense looks good. The defense looks good. They got a uh, a good run. D- they got a good run D. So I'm, I feel pretty comfortable in, next week against the Bills. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I the other thing. Speaking of uh, injuries and defense, Jamie Collins, wh- what's happening there? Well, he was not at practice again today. But rumor is, uh, or not rumor, but it's been reported that uh, he's over the virus. And it's just really putting the weight back on now and getting back healthy because I guess, you know, he just couldn't keep anything down. Boom. I don't know what kind of virus that is. I don't know if he's been having late-night meetings with Belichick because Belichick sounds a little under the weather now, you know? Right. Get that guy healthy, you know? (laughs) Get that guy uh, some B12 or whatever we need to get in that guy, all right? He's important. He's important. Um, Um, Yeah, it would be nice to see. uh, He's questionable this week, uh, Jamie Collins, but, you know, it would be nice to see him on the field uh, this week. No question. No question. But that being said, not if, you know, he's not 100%. You know, it's despite this undefeated season, that's not what we're after. We're after having a healthy football team in the playoffs, you know. So if he has to sit out week 11 to be a beast the rest of the season, by all means, you know. We'll just work on our, you know, depth in the linebacking core, John Freeney and whatnot. Um, That's his name, right, Freeney? Is his first name John? Jonathan? We'll just go with Freeney, right? Yeah, we'll go with Freeney, no E. Um, but, yeah, so Collins, it would be nice to have him back. There's no no doubt about that. But where we are getting healthy, 
which was good to see. I know you're going to say it. No, Bring offensive it. line. Offensive line. You love it. You I love, love it. it. Yeah. No, and it's great. I mean, listen, and I'll tell you why in some ways it's great is because with the loss of Deion Lewis, now we have James White. James White, by the way, he was he he was in for 28 of the 73 snaps. Even though you did not see him, he was there. <laughs> he was there. He was there. He wasn't utilized that much. But. Yeah, I mean, I think a, he, a lot of times he had to sit back and, uh, you know, help protect the uh, the line a little bit. And I think now with some of the old line getting healthy, maybe we see a little James White. Maybe we see um, the ability to see dump it off to him. Maybe he's not. We're not keeping him in for protection. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I'm guessing. Maybe. Hopefully. I think you're going to see a heavy dose of Mr. Legarrette Blount because uh, in the first game they played, the pass just wung it around. If you remember that back week two, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. And forty thirty two was the final, but it was like yeah, there was like a three score game at the end of three, and then the Pats I guess took their foot off the pedal, which probably yeah. was a good teaching opportunity uh, for Mister Belichick about not to do that. And I'd like to see them get out early this time and just step on their throat. Right. That'd be nice. Couldn't happen to a better guy than sexy Rexy. Yeah. Well, I don't think you're going to see that same type of game this week. No, I think you're going to see a heavy dose of blunt force drama. Well, that's great, but in order for him to have success, I think that you know we're going to need need to see a little bit of James White. We're going to see need to see a little bit of Emmanuel kind of stepping into that you know Z wide receiver underneath type of Edelman situation. Well, they said that like Emmanuel, they're going to kind of keep him in his regular role. That like Belichick, Brady, and you know. Um, McDaniel's all said this week that it's going to be more than Danny like coming into that spot, you know. And um, who do we see? How about uh, uh, Hopper? Hopper, preseason, you know, added to the fifty-three man roster. Had a great preseason, you know. Played Odell Beckham in uh, practice last week, you know. I saw that. Yeah, you you know what is a takeaway from this week that is is huge is the courting of Odell Beckham. That has now commenced. Oh, by yes. Mr. Belichick. Oh, is it? I, I was going to say that. Yes. And you know what? It didn't take much because you could tell Odell is interested as well. He this, is interested. I, I, could, I, I, I know. Oh, oh, oh. I, I was going to. I meant to look to see when his con- oh, contract's up because oh. he's coming to New England. Oh I was my saying, God! And, and you know what? He. It's kind of like a Randy Moss situation, and I, and it feels the same way. And, and, and it's like they have a mutual respect for each other. Mm-hmm. He he gave him a uh, before the game. He went up to Belichick and, you know, shook his hand. And this whole thing going on. It's very similar to uh, the Randy Moss situation. Yeah. And I think that a little earlier in his career than Randy Moss, yes. thank God. Yeah, but, I mean, it seemed to be the, the uh, a mutual love affair, you know, because um, – Belichick last week, he started the courtship uh, in his press conference saying how tough he was. And Odell got wind of that because he went up pregame and shook Belichick's hand and right. chatted him up a little bit. So, And then after the game as well, Belichick, boom, did it again. He, uh, The um, Belichick... Okay, there we go. All right, thank you, thank you. Is that you? Was it you? Was it me? It's always me. All right. Well, is it you? Tech problem, guys. We'll get this. Oh, don't worry. Thank you, darling. Um, but 
So, yeah. So, I mean, that'd be incredible. I mean, the kid is a beast. I know. He's already in his second year a top five wide receiver in the league, and he would just look great in the silver, blue, and red. Well, I think it's funny that if you were thinking that too, then it, it, it must be we're on the same page here. It's something happening. It can't. It can't be wrong if you and I are on the same page. Right. You know. Right. She's going to take care of it. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, it's great. I mean, I get it. No one wants Something to hear you messed me. up. No one wants to hear me talk. Yeah, that's why they crackled it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so that would be incredible to have. Because, you know, it seems like that's, you know, since Randy Moss, it's been kind of a neglected position to a certain extent, you know. Uh, we don't never get those big-name guys, you know. No, I mean you're absolutely correct. So it'd be nice to break oh, that streak. To have like a, a big absolute stud. Stud. That would be that would be fun to watch again. But you know, we'll see. I don't even. We, we look. We don't even. When is this contract up? I mean, there's a lot of things that need to happen. Uh, oh boy, research. somebody text. Uh, somebody Twitter Jason Chirella. Tell us when uh, Od Od Odell's uh, contract is up. What do you think? And at Jay Chirella. That's right. That's his Twitter. If you guys want to, uh, you know, point this conversation in a certain direction, because obviously it doesn't have a direction right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, what was good to see on the football field last week was uh, Jabal Sheard back in the mix. One thing, one takeaway I had that was not a good takeaway, yeah. and basically rule number one of this team, and we've talked about this before, is keeping. TB12 upright and in good health. Yep. And they yep. got to him. They they knocked him around a little bit. Like three sacks. I mean, this was a team that coming in, you know. I know. Chandler I know. Jones had more sacks than them as a team, you know. I think I gave him more credit last week. I think I gave him 12 sacks, but I think they had nine sacks coming into the game. Yeah. You know, but and, you know, and hey, Chandler listen, had nine and a half. But guess what? Your offensive line's getting healthy. That's the thing. That's great. You know? I mean, Brian Stork, though, I mean, he, it couldn't happen at a better time because he, he looked – JPP kind of owned him a couple times, you know. I, you know, maybe Stork should have had a couple of Roman candles in his back pocket, you know, oh. just in case. Oh. Too soon? Oh. <laughs> oh. Fireworks going on. Uh, oh, whoa, oh. whoa. You know? No good? <laughs> By the way, Stork had a great fumble recovery, right? He that did. Was huge. Because he got torched right. on that play. Yeah, well, he's in the right position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like looking at his guy destroy Brady, and then the ball came out. He's like, I better get on that. And he did, thank the Lord. Yeah, no, that was good. And then um, speaking of fumbles, you know, uh, that Chandler Jones uh, strip of the football, uh, that was awesome. Yeah. Did you see his rush on that? He, he Yeah, straight arm. Yeah. Came around. Oh, it was, it was sickening! Sickening! Should we? Should we? Demo- I mean, not enough. No, no, no. no. Nor enough uh, athleticism. Right. The, um, I mean, lock that kid up. Yeah, I mean, he's a beast. He is a beast. Guess what? He's up next year. Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Odell Beckham will be in a Pats jersey. You're calling it right now. Down. I'm wow. telling you, Odell Beckham. Question is, who'll be throwing him balls? Tom Brady. Okay. Kidding me? All right. You know, for the All rest right. of his career, too. And you know what? That 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 will be like the reverse. It'll be like Tom Brady will be in the twilight of his career, sort of like Randy Moss, and he'll have a young Odell Beckham to throw to. How about that? I don't, I don't think it's twilight. I think it's like 
end of the prime or like you know middle because i mean he's playing 10 more years oh, yeah. <laughs> you know so it's like twilight isn't coming for another seven you know speaking of twilight how about uh manning oh <sighs> dunzo boy turn out the lights i mean he broke Brett Favre's record this weekend and got benched yeah on the same game that's on the amazing same game like you remember that record breaking with the benching yeah 10 years from now that's what we're gonna mention when, when people bring up oh yeah it's like it's, yeah he also got benched that game and people are gonna hate us it's still. tough you know i mean in some ways i guess i feel a little bit bad no you know what i mean like i mean his balls look terrible right now yeah i i, I want him in there because yeah. his balls look terrible. Right. I mean, I, I'd rather defend against those fluttering ducks than some young six-five cannon arm, you know, that's going to come in. I, I think they're going to be improved now. There's going to be a situation here because he's not going to be back. He's going to miss more than a week. He's going to miss like three or four weeks. And well, if this Osweiler kid comes in, they already have a sick defense. Well, I think they're kind of using this foot injury as kind of like a way to ease the, the benching. Yeah. I don't think he's not playing because of his foot. Uh, I think he's banged up, dude. And, and that's kind of why that's happening. He's never been a guy that was known for having the zip on the ball or all that stuff, but he is banged up, and it is affecting him. I mean, that's well, his kind of front foot. Well, he yeah, can't he's banged up. He, he's, he's old. Foot's impre- Well, that's the thing. So he's banged up, and, and it's like, sure, if he's healthy, you know, yeah, I think he can still be a serviceable quarterback. But, you know, five times undefeated, is he ever going to be healthy again? I mean, you know. Well, yeah. You don't I mean, really he, bounce back. Well, I mean, he bounced back from a neck injury. Yeah. That was a serious neck injury. But, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I, I feel like now I, I just hope that Brady doesn't get to that point where it's like, oh, maybe he played too long. He won't. He won't. You think he'll retire when he knows he needs to retire? Yes. You know? I feel like that's the best. I mean, to me, that's more impressive as a as an athlete, as a stud athlete, mm-hmm. you know, to walk away when it's the right time right. not when it's yeah that's why i walked away like uh after high school <laughs> <laughs> oh boy uh, yeah geez. should you have a, should you even have it started right so that's enough the uh so now <laughs> now the fortunes live with the denver broncos with uh the 57th overall pick in the 2012 draft brock osweiler so we'll see him in two weeks but let's not get ahead of yeah, ourselves uh, you know Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Um, Let's talk about what? The Bills? The Buffalo Bills? Or are we still with the Giants? Are well, we still... I mean, is there anything else in the Giants game yeah. that kind of struck you? What, what was... Uh... I'll tell you what struck me. Okay. Gostowski and how awesome he is. Kid's sick. I mean, he came in, drilled it. Cool, cool as a cucumber. Cool as a cucumber. Press conference. All just you're like, well, okay, he's he is the Patriot way as well. When is there a kicker in the press conference? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he and he was acting like he's been there every every week. You know? Oh, guess what? You just broke uh, uh, Vinatieri's record. Oh, really? That's great. Who are you playing next week? You know what I mean? I just you know, love it. I it's love amazing. It. Like, in, I can't believe he broke Vinatieri's record. Mm-hmm. To me, I I I feel like I'm still. I, I feel like. Gostowski, to me, I'm still like, oh, we'll see how this young rookie does, you know, to fall up after um, Vinatieri. Yeah. He's, he's been already, great. He's already broke his record. Broke his record. Uh, to me, I'm, I'm I'm still... Already. It's been in a blink because we just, you know, just can't wait to get to the next football season. But, I mean, the good dude's been with the Pats for like nine years, you know? Wait, it's it, unbelievable. 
It's unbelievable. That, it's it, a blur. It is. It, I mean, like Vinatieri had such winning an impact. does that it just makes it go real fast. I mean, Vinatieri had such an impact on us that when Gostowski came in, we were just kind of like, oh, whatever, you know. And yeah, for, I was for, bummed. I was bummed. Yeah, bummed. And then you yeah. were just like, okay, whatever. You don't pay much attention to Gostowski. He's quietly become like a, just an absolute stud right underneath, right, right underneath us. We didn't even know about it. You know? Yeah. Hey, you know, that's why you spend a draft pick on a kicker, because they're important. Yeah. You know? You love that. Straight out of Memphis. Huh? Straight out of Memphis? Straight out of Memphis. They're having a uh, great he, year this year, too. He, he was repping his shirt in the press conference. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, I wonder if, uh, you know, his squad was like 1-8 and eight rather than 8-1 and one if he'd be repping it. It'd be interesting. <laughs> but they're having like a good, yeah. They got a good quarterback. They're, uh, he's uh, thinking about, he could be a top 10 pick, they say. Paxton Lynch. Oh yeah, but um, oh, some other key place in the giant game, uh, Ninkovich's sack. Oh, huge, huge, huge. Takes him out of field goal takes range. Takes him out of field goal range. It was huge. You know, and then granted the D bowed up and got two more downs there, right. but that was incredibly huge. And one of the one of the biggest plays of the game, other I would say, than other than Emendo's punt return, huge, huge, huge. I mean, that gave the team life. It was just yeah. It sparked down ten team. at that point, I believe, right? And then it was a twenty well twenty ten, yeah, twenty ten, I believe. Yeah, and uh, or twenty, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I can there. look it up in there. Yeah, and, uh, but yeah, that was a huge punt return. I love to see it. Emendola had a fantastic game, great game. I mean, he came in big. He uh, had a I mean, look. He had uh, he got the first down on that fourth and ten. Yes, another huge another play. huge play, huge play. I mean, it was huge play after huge play, and that's, that's what Belichick was telling the guys in the locker room afterwards. It's like, hey, we made the plays at the end, and that's what you have to do to win football games. And that is just and by the BB way, man, it's I'm I'm just loving Amendola right now. I mean, yeah. this is what you're seeing is what we kind of saw in the playoffs last year from Amendola. He is stepping up and making some huge grabs. Unfortunately, now people are going to focus in on him. I know because of the injuries. But you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we're gonna because right now he's become Brady's favorite target, other than Gronkowski, obviously. Right. But even more so, Amendola is Brady's favorite target right now. Here's a little worry of mine going forward, and that is um, Gronkowski. It's like you can't cover him with one guy. So if you're going to have him not get the ball, you double him. Right, Edelman has developed into the same thing. I know. You have to double him now. I know. I don't necessarily think Amendola is that guy. Fine. Don't so, double him. And then he'll and get... And then he'll burn you. Yeah. I guess. But that's going to make maybe an extra Russia, you know, an extra guy back or... That's where James yeah. White comes into play. I'm telling you, we need to... Look, we haven't given him a shot. We got to... Now the O-line back. I think he's going to open up and see a little bit of James White. We're going to see him this weekend. Yeah. You're going to see James White. I know... Look, listen. He's not Deion Lewis. He's not as fast as Deion Lewis. He's not as big. I don't even think he's as big as Deion Lewis. But over under ten carries, what would you say? Carries? Yeah. Oh, he's going to be under ten carries. Touches. Ten touches. What do you think? Uh, I think you're going to be sitting around eight. Eight. All right. Well, that's not really a game changer. Eight touches, but well, I think it's going to be a big well, it'll be, it'll blunt. Be, it'll game. be it'll be double what he did last week. So let's yeah. start there. Yeah. I mean, we didn't see him. Like, we, you know, he had no impact in the uh, offensive uh, game plan. Yeah. The they're playing well right now. The Bills. 
So we're going to have to bring everything uh, possible because, I mean, it's going to be a big game for the defense. The Bills are really running the ball very well. Uh, they look really good versus the Jets on Thursday in uh, the um, no Christmas and November game. I don't know if you saw that at all. No, I didn't. What, the, what the, the all red uniforms oh, yeah, the Bills yeah, did, had yeah, yeah, and the yeah. all green uniforms the Jets had. Right, and it was like, yeah, that people colorblind people are having problems I've yeah. seen. Like, <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> I bet, I bet. <laughs> but um, they they look good, so it's de- definitely yeah. going to be. Uh, we're going to have to really come out and stop the run. I mean, McCoy has looked a little bit reborn in the past couple weeks, and Carlos Williams, dude, that kid can play, yeah. no doubt about it. And he's a minimum touches the kids. Got like six touchdowns. Well, I Incredible. mean, I think you're starting to see the AFC East sh- kind of shake out the way we thought the AFC East was going to be at the beginning of the year. You know, like all now Buffalo's starting to you know catch on. And well, I thought Miami would be in that second position because of Sue and you yeah. know just the the moves they they'll, made. In they'll that get regard. there. They still got games left. I mean, you'll see them crawl up a little bit. But but Buffalo is playing well and. Yeah. And it, you're right; they have a, a great run game. But I am confident in the Pats' defense this weekend. I'm confident in the Pats' defense, and you know, let's see what the offense can bring now with some of these injuries. And I feel like I feel like in some ways, like this Pat season right now is it's like okay, you guys are doing really, really well. It's like a video game. It's like you're doing really, really well. Let's see if you can get past the next level minus one of your weapons. Right. And then you get that. And then you're like, oh, guess what? The next level, you get minus one of your weapons, and they have more enemies. And, and so you have – that's what we're kind of dealing with. And, and Does this mean if we punch in the right code, uh, Edelman's going to be back in like two weeks? Well, I mean <laughs> – I'd better stop, start reading Wired Magazine or something like that. Get those codes. Uh, and Obviously, the touchdown that put him ahead was the man-child going across the the, the middle of the field and, right. getting, and then just, like, wasting a defender who knocked out the other defender and he just goes the rest of the way. I, I mean, every time he goes across the middle, I'm like, you know, I have, like, flashbacks of the T.J. Wood hit, and I'm just like, but, you I know. know, then he debil- debilitates people and he's just running for the end zone. It's just so fun to see. It goes from, like... Absolute horror. By the way, that was a huge that was elation. That was another huge play. Huge that play. Person. Yeah, huge was, play. Oof. You know, and like what I was saying before of the like those guys getting double teamed. You see that in the on the Brady scramble. The reason why he scrambled on that play on that third and sixth of the pump, they're doubling Gronkowski. They're doubling Edelman. You know, so it's yeah. just like that middle of the field opened up, and you know that I just the decision making of this guy is just so impeccable. You know. Brady. Brady, yeah, yeah. Well, you it's know, just, it's, we're so fortunate well, you, to have this guy as that quarterback. Well, I think it, that's come over, come with time. You know, like I think any other quarterback that's playing for someone like Belichick or you know any any great coach, there's like you have the you have skill, but then you have to be able to uh, compart say this word compartmentalize for me. Compartmentalize. Thank you. I've always had trouble with that word. But anyways, problem. Uh, being able to put your skill and then having the pressure of this coach in, in, in making the right decisions. And I feel like he's gone to the point where he's in this world where he can play and think all in unison. Whereas I think a lot of it's, – it's remarkable what he's been able yeah. to do. And, and like you said, with the decision-making, he's so calm back there. And he makes it – and he steps back in the pocket and he runs when he needs to and he finds it. It's Yeah. And it just also just speaks to continuity. 
you know and that's like because like boom he's like playbook and you know plays each year it's just this playbook in his head gets bigger and bigger and it's like oh let's go back to that play we did in uh, 09 first the you know him and belichick have these discussions you know and they're just like let's put that back in you know and it's like it's amazing you know and that's why it's like when you're around the league you see these like firings and stuff that happen and it's like you have to have a little more tolerance you yeah. know because you ha- i mean that's why look at the bengals yeah. and how well they're doing yeah marvin lewis they they tried to run that guy out of time like four different times you know it's a yeah. player's game right. I mean, the guy knows the football game you got to get the right players you know he's yeah but i know no i mean you're 100 percent correct like yeah. the, the unison that's happening right now is like they, they're on the same page they're making decisions like he he doesn't have to think like oh what am i supposed to do here he already knows it. It's it's a second language. Yeah, you know, it's great, and it's you know. Do you remember who got the tackle on that Edelman? I mean, uh, that Amendola run back. Yeah, <laughs> was that wait? Was that no? It was, it was uh, Harmon. Yeah, the wrong uh, Harmon. Oh. It's like, what are you doing, buddy? Yeah. You know, not not your finest hour. <laughs> you know, our safeties. I don't know. They've had better games. You know, he's tagging friendly fire. He's tagging his own guy. You got McCordy coming over, knocking Butler off the play. Yeah. Let's see those guys. Let's challenge those guys to come back and have a great game versus the Bills. You know what? I got to say that that was too many people hustling. That play, that that return was amazing. Oh my god! They had the whole team. I mean, the blocks. You know what's even more amazing is the fact that they didn't even have a return on. They they went yeah, after they, that kick. Yeah, they went to block that. Part. Yeah, yeah. So that's amazing. And then yeah. Amon Dola's craftiness to call. Like Peter, Peter, or whatever, which is like get away from it. Yeah. It's gonna, I'm gonna let it bounce. Right. That totally fooled Harris. Yes, you know, and he ended up running by him, and then it was just like I'm torching these dudes. I mean, oh man, Amendola. Yeah. Oh. Right. Right. Let's let, let's keep the excitement that yeah. here. You know, because right. he's got a lot of work to do now. Yeah. Well, he's gonna get a lot a lot of attention yeah. now. No All doubt right. about it. Can we get to Can we get to sexy Rex? Yeah, please. Because I mean, that's next on the table, and this guy. I'll tell you what, he is—he's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's like I, his press conferences and such. That's Belichick and Brady running around. It. Yeah. Oh, he's, they own—they got—they're leasing space up there. Oh, yeah, no question. I mean, I don't even know if they, I mean they own that. Yeah. And you know, I, well, uh, that's what's funny to me is his Rex, I, his press conferences now are like, oh, Belichick's the greatest coach of all time, and, and Brady's, Brady's going to be fired. Yeah. And and like, I feel like he's—he's he's taking. A page out of he's like mocking the Patriots in some ways in Belichick because Belichick gives credit to every team he plays and he tells them how great they are. Da, da, da. So I feel like he's coming into this doing the same thing, but he's just he's all very over, sarcastic yeah. tone though. You know? and, and, like, he's, and he's all over the place on every press conference. He's got his helmet on one uh, college helmet on one press conference. I mean, it's it's a joke. And so to me, it's. Yeah, he was talking about Brady last week. Last week, preparing for the the Jets. That's why I thought they were going to run. His head's on the game. I mean, this guy. I mean, right? They. Uh, he's. I think the Patriots, Belichick and Brady, are ten and four against uh, 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 sexy Rex. And to me, it's like you're the guy that's just squawking. Like, wh- what do you like? Get yourself together here. Like, yeah. you can't be. You know, you get. You got to be quiet and go in and make win some games. Yeah. Then talk. If you're right. winning and you're doing all this in performance, then you're like, okay, this guy. You know, but. Hey, Rex got to be Rex, you know. Let him be Rex, yeah. I guess. Well, right? Hey, we, we love ten, him. T- ten and four against him. We'll see. Nice. 
Yeah. Hopefully it's eleven and four by uh, Monday night. I, I think it's ten and four. They wouldn't do. I think. Yeah. You think it is? I, it's thereabouts. Yeah. Ten and four, eleven and four. We'll make it twelve and four. I do think you're going to see a much more balanced attack than in week two. Week two. Yeah. It, the, the Pats are like fifty nine passes, fifteen runs. So it's going to be more of an even workload. They're going to get a big taste of the, the blown. You know, they're just going to run him down their throat. And they have a pretty stout defense, pretty pretty stout against the run. They don't have that many sacks this year. You know, they were like kind of tops in sacks, like one or two in sacks the past couple of years. And then Rex comes in, they're like in the bottom five. But uh, actually, Belichick was asked about that today in his press conference. He's like, yeah, that's just the stat for the fans and whatnot. He's like, you know, they have a good defense. Uh, but, and, you know, Tyrod Taylor's been impressive, mm-hmm. you know, and they, they have a good stable of running backs. But, you know, I think that we can get pressure. It's going to be a similar game plan as the Super Bowl, you know, where you don't necessarily you rush them. in the end zone to win the game? <laughs> well, hopefully it won't come down to that, but I'm, I'm with I'll it. take that. Speaking of uh, getting picked in the end zone, oh, Tom Brady, Brady. terrible. Yeah, that was uh, tough pass. And he kind of took pass. it in the, pre, the post-game uh uh, interview. He was just like, "Yeah, it was a terrible pass." But you know who also took the bullet? Uh, Brandon LaFell in his post game interview. He's like, Did "I should have flattened it out, uh, and I should have. It was on me." Uh, and I just love that. That's that is great. just the Patriot way. It's that's just it. like, oh, obviously the flawless one, Brady, didn't do anything wrong. And, and by the way, speaking of LaFell, that's another guy we need to see. Like, well, him. he had a big catch on that bomb. Yeah, that yes. ball that was like right there. That, yeah. It touched the defender's hand, yeah, and uh, so he had made a nice catch like that. Yeah, he's got a, he's got to step up, get that separation. And Brady's got like that pick that should have been a pick at the end of the game. Why isn't Brady airing that out? It didn't seem like he got hit on that play either. He, that was just an underthrow, a little bit of a duck. He's got to get that out there. Well, what's your feeling on uh, Oof, I didn't like that. Dobson? Because we would need him to step up. I know. And allegedly I, he makes plays in practice all the time. But, I mean, I I'm getting impatient with this kid. I, I, you know, I, I'm a second-round pick. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think that he's going to be the guy. I don't think he's going to be the guy to shine in the absence of Edelman. I, I'm thinking Keyshawn Mott. Well, he's got to get back to from injury. He Me does. Too. I didn't, I, he's I, questionable right now, I think. But although the injury report doesn't come out till tomorrow because right. they're on a Monday night. I don't think. I don't think that you'll see Martin in the game this week. But uh, I, I do have. You know, he's a veteran. I have hopes that that we're going to see. We're going to see some Chris Hopper this week. I know. Get on I'm the Hopper excited. train, huh? I'm excited. All right. I'm excited. I, I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, Pat's Bills is not the only game New England is looking forward to this weekend. Uh, Notre Dame Boston College at Fenway this weekend. Ooh. You know? Friendly oh, Fenway. speaking of which, I wanted to pass on condolences to the Flutie family. Yes. Uh, they lost both their parents today, like within an hour of each other. That's it's pretty crazy. crazy. It is. How that works out. But uh, thank you for producing... <laughs> such great athletes that we've been able to cheer for over the years. I mean, Doug's the reason I became a college football fan. You know? Right, yeah. Uh, and he was uh, scheduled to call the game on uh, Saturday, but I don't know if, you know, he's going to do it now. But, uh, you know, there might be something in the works, you know, like maybe BC springs the upset at old ND with, oh, uh, you know, some nice. heavy hots in the I mean, BC can't score a, a lick, but their defense is good. But uh, Notre Dame's uh, quarterback's pretty sick. 
But uh, that that would be interesting to check out. You know, football at Fenway. You yeah, know? You gotta love well, it. Everything you know, you got the big hockey. Canadians Bruins playing Fenway in January. No, they're playing in uh, Foxborough. Oh, they're playing in Foxborough. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Those so, are tough games. Watching a hockey game in a football stadium. I mean, look, I get it—the classic and the outdoor thing—but um, it's better on TV than it is to be there. I think football. Well, hockey in a football hockey? stadium or a baseball stadium. Oh yeah, it's. Tough. I think so too. Yeah, it's tough. But being at the rink is awesome. Yeah. I yes. Mean, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you were at the football, the rink's too small. It's too far away. I mean, yeah. And who wants to be, seriously, who wants to be in 20 degree weather watching a game? Right. Well, huh? I mean, if you're tough, which we no longer are. No. Uh, you can probably handle it. Blood is thin out here. <laughs> it thins it. Yo, you know who else I'd like to take off the Giants is uh, Jasper Brinkley. I mean, that kid is sick. Yeah, he had a, he had a sack on Brady, too. So maybe uh, Belichick can quote him as well. Maybe they can come over as <laughs> a package deal. <laughs> it would be nice. But can we get Vereen back while you're at it? Like, maybe tomorrow? Because we could use him tomorrow, or like this week. We actually already got Vereen back. Oh. Brock Vereen. Oh, Sign him to the practice squad. I'm pretty sure that's not the same, but we'll, <laughs> it we'll is. take it. I think... But keeping it in the family, the Pats this week. The Pats bring back bring Brock Vereen in, yeah. uh, you know Shane Vereen's brother. Mm-hmm. Sign him to practice squad of safety, get some depth in the defensive backfield, and uh, Christian Farrier's nephew Daniel Farrier now on the practice squad. Another gigantuan tight end. He goes about six seven, six eight two. So could you see that? Well, he's future? played. He's played in a, a couple. Yeah, he played with defeat. Detroit. Yeah, played here yeah. in town at uh, UCLA. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean. Get him on the practice squad. Might as well, right. you know, just in case someone goes down, we can fill in another six, seven tight end. I oh. mean, it's such a long season, and it, it, I mean, to get through these injuries, it's, it's a war of attrition. That's yeah. what they always say. That's what like Belichick always says. That's what everybody always says, you know. And it's, uh, you know, uh, the attrition rate at left tackle has been ridiculous. So I'm just glad that's getting shored up now. You know, obviously Soldier's done for the year, but now we're getting like Cannon back, and we're getting like Sea uh, Bass back. Yeah. You know, and these guys, these other guys, have gotten some some great reps. You know, so our depth going forward in the offensive line. That's why I think they're just going to really try and run it down the throat on on uh, on Monday night. You know, do you? I mean, run it down their throat. I think it's going to be a lot of blunt early. That's, but we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I've been I mean, wrong look, before, uh, quite often on this program. Right, but I, to me, blunt early and often, and just run him down. Uh, really, blunt? Yeah, blunt. He, he's just going to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, have you seen this guy run? He's sick. You know, he's got he's a little sh- he's got a little shimmy shake. He's not really just like straightforward. He's got a little shimmy shake. He's not doing it to break guys' ankles and run no, around. I know. He's I, doing it I, to like get them in. Not being squared up against them, you know, it's like okay, try I, and get me with an arm tackle. I, I, Nobody I, can tackle with an arm tackle. Yes, I get that, but okay. it takes him a little bit to get going, you know. And and I, I just need a little more burst. And, yeah. I, and, and in order for him to, you, I'm telling you, got to weaken that interior. And without without James White, well, that's how you weaken the interior by shoving a 250 pound running back right up in there. All right, hey man, I hope you're right. Yeah. I hope I see Blunt running up and down that field. That's right. You will. Okay. Great. I'm excited. Are you excited, Pat Nation? (laughs) You should be excited. Join us every Wednesday night here at 9.05 Pacific Time for Patriots Rap 360. He's Jason Chirella. I'm Mike Conley. Go Pats. Happy birthday, Big Poppy.
Yes, sir. One more year. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.